Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You know what's going on. I can't focus. Someone help me. Two hours to go. Let's do this. Here we go. Only one place to start. You don't need me to tell you where the one place to start is. (laughs) I am having palpitations as I breathlessly refresh Twitter yesterday. Every 15 seconds, and it was every 10 seconds. It was like the way you count uh, the timing on contractions when you're waiting for your wife to have a baby. I was like, are they coming every 15 seconds? I I couldn't stop. Uh, Diana just tweeted something. Kimberly just tweeted something. Shefty just tweeted something. They were coming so fast and furious I could barely keep up with it. So what do we know? Woody Johnson and the rest of the Jets flew out to California where Aaron Rodgers met them on the tarmac yesterday. They spent the day and the night together. Apparently the Jets are coming back today and there's stuff to be worked out, but for the first time this felt so tangible as though I'm not just sitting around wondering could Aaron Rodgers become the next coach of the uh, coach the next quarterback of the New York Jets but that it actually is in progress that that the wheels are actually turning towards that becoming a reality so my buddies Chris Canty and the great Herman Edwards uh, I've been good enough to hang around after we wrap up a spirited edition of Get Up this morning and give us a few minutes here. Chris, I so appreciate you're doing that with everything you have on your plate today. So let me start with you on it quickly here. Yep. The Aaron Rodgers of it all. And many people hear you, of course, with, with Chris Carlin on this show mm-hmm. uh, frequently. Um, but for those who have not, what do you think is at stake here? Like, as, as we consider what is at play here, um, you know, with the possibility of Rodgers coming to the Jets, how do you see it well I think that Aaron Rodgers being the starting quarterback for the Jets this upcoming season makes them the favorite to win the East and it's been a long time since the Jets won the division matter of fact we're sitting right next to the man that was the head coach the last time the Jets won the division it's been 20 years yeah so I think that's where Aaron Rodgers puts you and as a Jets fan there's reason to get excited now because the fact that the Packers granted Rodgers and the Jets permission to have this meeting in California let you know that the Green Bay Packers are open to dealing Aaron Rodgers. And it hasn't been something that the Packers have been willing to do the past several offseasons. So the fact that we're in this place, I I think it lets it be known that Aaron Rodgers is there for the taking. It's just a matter of the Jets being able to work it out with the quarterback and then also being able to get fair compensation to the Packers. We'll have to wait and see how all of those things work together. But the fact that they're willing to let Rodgers speak with the Jets speaks volumes about where the Packers are with Rodgers. Well, look, I mean, sometimes we equate these things to relationships. And, Herman, Chris is a newly married man. Yeah. But, but here's, here's what I will tell you for certain. Hmm. If your wife ever says to you, Chris, I'm going to give you permission <clears throat> to go out and talk to other women about the possible... <laughs> then I'm here to tell you, she's done with you. <laughs> okay, Your marriage is over. You just don't know it yet. So Aaron Rodgers going back to the Packers right now feels to me like overwhelmingly the least likely of the scenarios that will ensue. I, I will repeat, I have been told by so many people, and I know it sounds implausible because of the amount of money involved, but I've been told by so many people not to ignore the possibility that he retires. I, I've just... I just feel a need to say it out loud because I think that remains very much a possibility. And then, of course, there is what I'm hoping for, which is that he comes to the Jets as the third possibility. And, Herman, you reminded us on TV this morning something I had forgotten or maybe not even realized, that you were on the staff in Kansas City when Joe Montana 
came to Kansas City. It feels like that's a pretty similar situation. It really is because what it does, um, it, it, it brings a buzz on your football team. All the players realize we're going to get Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, and, and now, as Chris said, you have the ability to compete to win this division. Now, there's a gauntlet of quarterbacks in the AFC, but you have one of them with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You could compete with any quarterback in the AFC right now if you get to the championship game. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think the possibility of this happens, I think it's a good possibility. Because as the days keep going, and, and Adam laid it out, there's a lot of time still left, but teams are starting to, to get quarterbacks. Right? There's a draft of young quarterbacks. But certain teams now that were looking for the veteran quarterbacks, if Jimmy Garoppolo, let's just say, signs somewhere, let's just say he signs with the Raiders, Aaron Rodgers is kind of sitting out there and it's like, where else do you want to go, Aaron Rodgers? Because he's looking at teams, too, saying, look, I want to go to a place where I can win. The Jets are there. They want you. Joe Namath said you can wear his jersey. Yeah, he did. It didn't get any bigger than that. That's right. (laughs) Joe Namath did. Joe did say he could wear the 12. Right. The the 12 is, for those who don't know, 12 is retired by the New York Jets. But Joe Namath did say it's okay with him if Rodgers wears it. And Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy that he likes competition. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. He likes all this noise around him right now and people talking about him. You think he doesn't hear it? He hears it. It's good to get an Aaron Rodgers that has something to prove. Because mm-hmm. he, if he decides to come back, and, there, and you said it, he might not. He might go back in the dark room after he just leaves. <laughs> come out and say, man, I'm done. Right? <laughs> Look, but, he's, he's a guy who has a lot of options. Yeah. And he's one of those very, very, very rare football players who will continue making lots of money after his career is over. Now, $60 million, essentially, in one year. Very few people are going yeah. to make that. I get it. But but he will continue making a lot of money. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's impossible that he retires, but I'm really, really, really hoping I'm wrong. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today. Find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. I wanted to make sure while I have you here, Chris Canty, that I did give you a moment to offer your thoughts on the Lamar Jackson thing as well, because that was something that I know I could tell this morning you have real um, passion and emotion for. There are so many people around the league that I think you are speaking for. So when Lamar Jackson yesterday got, and this was not unexpected, got the um, non-exclusive franchise tag from the Baltimore Ravens, several NFL teams, it, it was impossible not to note that several NFL teams seem to make no secret of, I mean, and it almost felt like they wanted it out there yep. that they have no intention of pursuing Lamar Jackson. And that felt like a statement. There is no question about it. The NFL owners are collectively drawing that figurative line in the sand with players when it comes to guaranteed contracts. And, you know, we can say collusion, not collusion, you can't prove, whatever. We don't have to get into the legalities of the term collusion But all you need to know is that owners don't want to give players guaranteed contracts. They don't want to go down that road. They didn't like the precedent that Jimmy Haslam established when he gave Deshaun Watson that deal. That's why you had the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, Steve Bashotti, chirping about it weeks on end right after it happened. So I'm not surprised that the Baltimore Ravens contract negotiations have stalled with Lamar. But what I am surprised with is that so many teams, when it would have been just as easy not to say nothing – came out and said that we are not going to be involved with this. The Atlanta Falcons 
14 minutes after the Ravens announced the tag, our very own Diana Rossini tweeted that the Atlanta Falcons are out on Lamar Jackson. Now, that was one of the teams that was linked to Deshaun Watson. Matter of fact, they were the leader in the clubhouse right up until the Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun a fully guaranteed contract. That team is in quarterback hell to go along with the Los, An- the Las Vegas Raiders, quarterback hell, the Carolina Panthers, quarterback hell. Oh, 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 the Washington Commanders, quarterback hell. The Miami Dolphins, for different reasons, quarterback hell. All of these teams came out and said, we're not interested in it. To, to pass up on a 26-year-old MVP quarterback that's already won a road playoff game, that's had his team in the postseason for the five years he's been a quarterback and a winning record every single year, to say within a matter of hours after he's tagged and is open to negotiating an offer sheet, to say that we're out on that, doesn't pass the smell test to me. When you say that, you're out. Imagine what the players are saying in the locker room. If I'm a player, I'm going, what? We're not going to try to get Lamar Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, the ramifications of this is like it goes deeper than just we're out. The players are looking at this going, wait a minute, if you're in the NFC South, uh, now they got car, obviously. In New Saints. Orleans, yeah. In New, in New Orleans, excuse me. Yeah, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. But the mother teams, I'm like, all these teams need a quarterback unless they're going to draft a rookie quarterback. But if you're a veteran guy sitting in the locker room and you're going, wait a minute, the Jets are all in trying to get Aaron Rodgers. And if they get Aaron Rodgers, they got a chance to win the division. If you're some of these other teams, that Lamar Jackson's out there and my owner is telling us we're out. I mean, what message is that said? You may be out, but don't say it publicly. You know what it says? You know what it says, Herm? Winning is not the most oh, important boy. thing. That's what it says. The, the thing that we thought was a meritocracy, meaning if you can play and you can help us win, we'll do whatever it takes to get you, that's no longer true. That's an illusion. We're, we're, we're willing to do what it takes to win as long as it doesn't cross this line of guaranteed contracts. And that's the part that we got to get past. For all the things that the NFL purports itself to be, it's not a meritocracy. We're seeing that right now based on how the market is reacting to Lamar Jackson. And look, it, it, it's it's... It is easy. I agree with you fully. I fully agree that that's what is going on here. I do not think it it would rise to the legal definition of collusion, and I don't even think it would go to that because it doesn't have to. But this is something that goes back through the entirety of the 100-year history of the league. It is the way they make sure the players have no real power to affect any kind of change for themselves. And I'll give you – if you're an NFL owner, you are looking at what happened to the Brooklyn Nets – a month ago, yeah. where one day Kevin Durant just woke up and said, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore, and there was nothing they could do about it. They just had to move on from him because the players run that league completely yes. because the genius that was David Stern realized we can take the league from what it was into something entirely different by building it all around these very charismatic, attractive, magnificent superstars that we have. The flip side of that is they now carry a lot of weight. They have a lot of say in the direction that everything goes and you see the NBA doing that the end the NFL the excuse me the NBA players are true partners in the process in the NBA that isn't the case in the NFL and if all of a sudden all these guys have guaranteed contracts and they can't threaten your money then that is going to change that dynamic that that I think is what is at play here that 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 is a fact and that was known when I came in the league in 1977 as a rookie there was going to be no guaranteeing contracts. They might guarantee some of it, but I don't even think then they would even guarantee some of it. That, mm-hmm. was just, that wasn't even a discussion. So the players are fighting for something that going forward, if they could get, 
but it's going to be a hard fight. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a very well, they, well, fight. Well, think, fight. think about how hard the fight was for true free agency yes. with Freeman McNeil and Reggie White. Think that's about exactly how right. hard that was yes. just to get to that point. That's exactly and that's right. not that long ago, no. Vern. We're talking about the mid-'90s. No, look, I, look, <laughs> I, I was under the influence. When, your con- when I came to the league in 1977, well, your contract's in, then what happens? They got, they got all your rights. They got your rights. <laughs> I, mean, I can't go nowhere else. No, no, no. They can pay you Five more dollars than you made last year, and either you take it or you sit out because they have your rights. I mean, that's where it was. Now it's gotten a lot better, but this free agency deal and guaranteed contracts. Well, look, I'll here's look. what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Lamar is fighting this by himself. Yes. What will change everything is if Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts call him up and say, let's do this together. If the four of them do it or some combination of star quarterbacks, because they're the only ones who could, that to me is the only way that this will change. And it is easy for me to understand why if you're one of those people, that's not my priority. Mm -hmm. My priority is to get $200 million and completely rewrite the legacy of myself and my family for generations to come, not to try and change a policy that isn't really going to have that much impact on me anyway. I get it. Well, that's fair, but to the, the counter of that is if Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert all band together with Lamar Jackson, there is nothing at that point that the owners can do. There, there's nothing that they can the, – there is strength in numbers when it comes to that particular part. And we're talking about quarterbacks specifically because similar to what the NBA did decades ago in terms of building the league around the star players, the NFL has done that with quarterbacks yeah. by virtue of the rules and the players that they promote. So if you're talking about you know, four of the top 10 to 12 quarterbacks that decide that this is what they're going to do with their future contracts – then the NFL owners have a problem, and that's what they're trying to avoid. And that's why I believe those five teams that need a quarterback came out and sent a strong message yesterday when they didn't have to. Right, it, don't it, do this. Yeah, We're not playing this game. This is an interesting conversation because, as, as you just put it, and Greeny, you brought it up, if five or six of the star quarterbacks all get together and say, we want guaranteeing contracts, then you press the owners to a place where they got to decide now. Are these guys worth it, or do we move on and just draft another young guy? It would be very interesting. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know that it'll come to that, but that would be the only way I could see this thing changing. <laughs> yep. you guys, I have to run. You guys are the best. Chris Canty, we'll hear you later today. Thank you, Herman. You know, I love you. I'll so you good tomorrow. to have you back. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it, and that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens out there. We're back with Hembo jumping in. Huge day for us. Huge day all around. Stay there. Greeny on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny's Takes. All right, I got my top five takes from Franchise Tag Deadline Day. It was a big day yesterday, and it did not disappoint. Some really interesting and impactful moves, and I got five of them coming your way right now. Here we go. Number five. I feel bad for Saquon. I really do. I I will say it again. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be running backs. That guy carried that team last year. He... And if the, the lot in life of the NFL running back is to get used up, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're using them up, and then when it comes time to make a deal with them, they say, we can't make a deal with you. You're a running back. You're getting used up. And so they slap the franchise tag on them, and so as sorry as you can feel for a person who makes $10 million a year, I feel for Saquon Barkley. He was absolutely the most important player on that team last year. It, Hembo, go. It is worth noting, though, that there is nothing that – is stopping these two sides necessarily from reaching a long-term deal while he's tagged, right? So, like, he's 26. He's going to play next year at 26. Yes, what is stopping them is the Giants not having to. They don't have to because no one is going to break the bank and throw a huge offer sheet at Saquon Barkley, and so he will be left with the option of either playing for the Giants or not playing at all, and maybe they'll do the nice thing, the honor, what they should do, is at least give him some more money than that, give him a couple of years for 12 or $13 million, but they're not giving him the Christian McCaffrey deal or anything like that, because they simply don't have to. Would you? Why no, would you? I wouldn't. That's my point. I mean, the lot in life of the running backs... Thanks. And so I feel bad for Saquon Barkley. Number four. Uh, at number four, I like the Daniel Jones deal for the Giants. I know a lot of people didn't. We're going to get Nuno in here and get the Giant fan take on it. But I know it's a lot of dollars for Danny Dimes, but what they basically did was they split the difference. You're saying, well, do they need to commit to him forever? You know what they did? They committed to him being their quarterback for two more years at what amounts to very reasonable quarterback money or at least will by that time if two years from now what they're hoping happens happens which is he develops into a really good player he'll be a bargain and if not then it was just two years and you franchise tag him you're setting in motion a lot of very uncomfortable scenarios it just you're half rooting against him and he could bear ill will, and it just probably was the best way to go about this. It's a good lesson, too, for other NFL teams facing a quandary like this. They elected not to pick up his fifth-year option. That would have only been $22 million. $22 million is pretty easy to swallow if you have to. This contract's a lot more difficult to swallow. I guess what that proves is in one year, he proved them wrong. He proved that he's actually a guy worth investing in, whereas a year ago, they had no interest in thinking. It's the direct proof of that. I mean, that that's literally exactly what happened. My five, top five takes from yesterday. Number three. My number three is going to be a little off the beaten path. We're all going to hear this together for the first time. 
Cam has been selling it to me. Apparently yesterday, our friend Chris Mad Dog Russo was unable to say Diana Russini's name. I've not heard this. He sold it to me as it'll be funnier if you just play it and not hear it beforehand. So I haven't heard it. Hembo hasn't heard it. But a top three take yesterday is Chris Russo trying to say Diana's name. Now, I just heard the report from Chris a couple seconds ago uh, from uh, Diane Ruccini. Uh, uh, how do you pronounce her last name? Who said Atlanta is not going to be in the mix for this. <laughs> Diane Ruccini. Uh, <laughs> That's a dish, right? <laughs> he got both names wrong. Oh, my God. That is, he got both her names wrong. That is her. Diane Ruccini. Uh, it's, it's, it's not Diane, and it's definitely not Ruccini. <laughs> Oh, he's so fabulous. That is so good. Call Diana up on the phone. We have to play. I know it's her day off. Call her anyway. Okay, what's worse? What's worse? Not knowing how to pronounce Diana Rossini, Elon Musk, or Rihanna. Oh, definitely of those three, Diana Rossini is the least famous, (laughs) but she is the most directly connected to him. He doesn't know the other two. Right, exactly right. He probably has met Diane Diane Rossini. Should we start calling her Diane Ruccini now? <laughs> I think we have to. I call her up. I know Ruccini. it's a day off. Just, just, just text her and say, Greeny just wants to have a quick laugh with you. And, oh, by the way, what's the latest on Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? Uh, again, my top five takes uh, here uh, on the day after the franchise tag deadline. Number two. Uh, at, at number two. Oh, the Lamar collusion thing. Uh, I'll give you my quick take on it. This is not going to. It does not meet. Rise to the legal definition of collusion. Um, Or at least there's literally zero chance they're going to prove that it does. And that's fine. The reality is NFL owners do not want guaranteed contracts, and that's what yesterday was about. And ultimately, one of two things is going to happen. Either Lamar Jackson is going to wind up signing a contract that is not fully guaranteed with someone, or... Others are going to join the fight. He will not win this by himself. He just won't. These NFL owners are too dug in on this. They are too steadfast. And they have all the money. And he doesn't. So at the end of the day, even he, and I admire him a lot, his principle and the way he is sort of sticking to this thing, eventually, I have to believe, if no one joins him in this, I don't think anyone will offer him an offer sheet of a fully guaranteed contract that is worth what Deshaun Watson's is. I just don't think it's going to happen unless Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and um, why his name just jump out of my Jalen head, the Hurts. quarterback Jalen Hurts in Philly join together and say, we're going to do this all four of us together. If that happens, it could be the beginning of what would be a new era in the NFL where not all contracts would be guaranteed, but where some will, where that won't be the third rail. I do not think Lamar Jackson can do it by himself. If I took anything away from Tuesday in the NFL, it was Daniel Jones has a good agent and Lamar Jackson needed one. That, that's, where I, that's how I felt coming out of yesterday, given that contract Daniel Jones signed, who is only a fraction of the player that Lamar Jackson is. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson wants something Daniel Jones doesn't. Sure. And he's asking for something that the NFL owners... Now, what all an agent could have said to him is, you're not going to get this. Right. And then he might have fired that agent. Because at the end of the day, he'll get something. It's not like no one will offer him $200 million. They just won't guarantee all of it. Mm. 
there's no question he would get whatever deal Kyler Murray has and all those other guys have, and maybe $10 more than that. The owners want Deshaun Watson's contract to remain an outlier forever, and the players want it to be a precedent, and we'll see who winds up winning. In games of chicken, owners never lose. Billionaires don't lose because it isn't their whole lives at stake, and for Lamar Jackson, it is. So I think if he continues to try and fight this by himself, he has no chance to win. And then finally, number one. Number one. Obviously is the Rodgers-Jets thing. So let me leave that there, the music, and let's talk about it a second. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. So let me give everyone a look. I know that not everyone here is a fan of the Jets or a fan of the Packers, who are the two fan bases who are most intimately connected to the Aaron Rodgers thing. But I think if you are a fan of any sports team, if you live and die with them the way anyone listening to me right now knows I do with the Jets, then you know what's going on here, right? There was a moment in time yesterday where every time I refreshed my Twitter, there was another update on the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. I freaked out freaked out. Stace and I actually had a text exchange that she put on Twitter because I'm married to the paparazzi at this point that she put on Twitter in which she said to me, do you want to go for dinner? And I said, I can't. And then when asked to explain, I said, because this Rogers thing, I'm just consumed and I wanted to cancel our theater tickets for today. We have long planned to go see a Broadway show called The Wanderers today, two o'clock matinee. And I said to Stace, I can't go. Give the tickets away. Someone will appreciate them. Find someone who wants them and give them the tickets. And she said to me, so you're telling me you just need to sit there and refresh Twitter all day. And I said, yes. And she said, how long is this going to go on? And I said, as long as it takes. Like, it could be a week. And she said, we're going to the play. A week. It could be a week. Couldn't it? I mean, this this it, could easily not be resolved until next Wednesday. It could be a week, but your Twitter stakeout, that's a, that's a big-time commitment from you. But who among us wouldn't make it? Like, what I'm asking you is what conceivable chance is there that anyone listening, if you care enough about sports to be listening to a show like this one, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I can't go to a play today. I can't sit there with my phone off and pretend to pay attention to things that someone else made up and other people are acting out. My whole life hangs in the balance. Aaron Rodgers could be a jet and I'm sitting there not knowing it. I have to wait till halftime. It's not halftime. Intermission. Are you kidding me? I can't do it. And they said, we're doing it. So now I'm doing it. So my question is, what do I do? How do I handle this? How do I play this? What if Bubba help me with this? You are a learned man, Bubba. You know the ways of the world. I mean, and, 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 and so I need your help. How should I handle the fact that my wife is insistent that we go to the theater this afternoon and all I will be doing is sitting there wondering while my phone is off if... The Jets have already gotten Aaron Rodgers, or God help us, 
He has announced that he's not coming to the Jets, and I don't know it. How can I handle this? I mean, there, there's no way you can go to this. You, you got, you got to go. You got to, you got to feign an injury or something. You got, you got, you got to do something. <laughs> what kind know. of injury? Someone hurt me. Yeah, I someone don't know. removed your pinky toe. Someone yeah, come over here some, and injure me. Something's got to happen where you 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 gotta. You just can't be in a crowd, and you can't be with people, and you got to stay home because yeah, there's no way you can be. Away from your phone when this goes down. It's just not possible. Greeny, this gets worse. Because I'm actually on the website right now looking up this play that I've never heard of before in my life. Yeah. It is 105 minutes long with no intermission. What? You're going to go two hours without looking at your phone. What? 105 minutes with no intermission. That's the running time. 105 minutes? Do you know all the things that could happen in those 105 minutes? There's no way I can do this. I can't do it. What's happening? Like, of all days, I should have seen this on the calendar. I should have realized it was the day after tag day. But who thinks that? I would never have booked this for next Wednesday because that's the day that NFL free agency starts. And so I will be sitting there refreshing my Twitter feed every 15 seconds. I will say to Stace, it's like it's like having contractions with a baby. I will say, honey, they're coming every 15 seconds now. They're coming every 30 seconds. Aaron Rodgers is coming any minute. Any minute. It's like the baby is on the way. And, and, and so I, but we're, I, I don't know what else to say. But Stace, if you're listening, I can't do this. I can't. 105 minutes with no intermission. What is that, like three hours? <laughs> It'll feel like more than that. How long is that? It's less than two. That's less than two hours? It's not even that long. It's an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, 105 minutes. What did you think it was? Minutes. I don't know. For some reason, I thought you were saying something else. You I don't know blacked why. blacked out. In my mind, that seemed like a lot longer. 105 minutes. Yeah, I, used, I don't know why I used That's still too long. It's a long time. I cannot be taken out of nothing more important this, than this could happen. Like, if you said to me, okay, you're a sports fan. What, what more important than this? What's the most important thing could happen? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, you'd be laughing and you'd say, I don't know, the Jets could get one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived? Like, that's the joke you'd make. This is happening as we speak, and I'm going to spend 105 minutes in a dark place with no phone access. Let me ask you a question. Is there, are you looking up the thing? Mm-hmm. Is there any way to tell if any of the actors are obviously Jet fans? <laughs> because maybe I can find some way that when they go off stage, they can check their phone and give me some kind of signal. Nothing is worse than the person that checks their phone in a Broadway play. No, I I can't be that person. You can't, right? If you need to check your phone, you shouldn't be in a Broadway theater. Hence, I shouldn't be in a Broadway theater. All right, coming up, I'll explain why that's only one reason why today is one of the best days that we have ever had. That is next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. We continue with the assembled members of the Hashtag Crew around us. We will bring in a, a an alum of the Hashtag Crew in a moment for his thoughts on his team's big moves of yesterday. So we'll get to all of that in just a second. But I want to take one emotional moment here, if I could. So um, books have always been something that's very, very important to me. My parents were in publishing. My parents were writers and published their own travel guides and owned a bookstore throughout pretty much my entire young life where I worked uh, every summer for six or seven years. 
And so books and, and, and the publishing world have always been something very important to me. And there is no prouder memory I have in my entire professional life than the first time I published my first book, which was why my wife thinks I'm an idiot a very long time ago. And um, there is no better day when you are in the, in the business of writing books than the day that you first get to see your book as a book. So what happens is you spend a long time working on it, and it used to be. I mean, I literally wrote the first one by hand. Nowadays, obviously, these are on a Google Doc or whatever it is that you write these things, and then you see them and you edit them, and they go back and forth in PDFs and all that. And then one day, a woman named Alex Serrano, who just walked into our studio here, walks in and hands you a book, and there it is. And all of the work and all of the time and hours and energy that you put into it actually come to fruition. And for Hembo, today is his first day ever having that experience because he was a huge part of this book and his name is on the cover of it and deservedly so. He did all the research and I did all the writing and it is called Got Your Number and it is my first sports book Um, and the first autographed copy of my books. Every single time I've ever done a book, the first autographed copy always goes to my parents. Sadly, this is the first time that I will sign it just to my mom, which is a little... It's not a little. It's very much bittersweet for me, but it is a special day nonetheless. So we couldn't be more proud and excited about this. And again, it is available for pre-order right now. The book is called Got Your Number. And if you go anywhere where you pre-order books, anywhere you order them, um, you will be able to find it easily. It's called Got Your Number. The author is me. And uh, again, it is my first sports book. It is we took every number from one to 100 and decided who in sports owns each of these numbers, and it is one of the most exciting things I've ever been a part of. Hembo, a quick thought from you. Yeah, I can't imagine being much prouder of anything than I am to, to hold this book in my hand. And, and now that I know what it takes, what it requires to do the work necessary to make something like this and make something like this great, I have all the more appreciation in the world for people that can do this and do it a lot more than I can. So this is an exceedingly happy day in my life and one that I've not had before. So as I hold this in my hand, I have a feeling of ownership that quite literally has never happened to me before in my life. So the book will be uh, available everywhere April 4th, but it is available for pre-sale right now and you would be doing us an enormous service if you do think this is something you would like or someone in your life would like if you ordered it today from wherever you order your books, got your number, and the author is me. Okay, having said all of that, Uh, There is a gentleman who has made his way into our studios in Bristol from whom we've not heard in far too long. He is devious. He is evil. But he is a genius. And he is a big fan of the New York football giants. And he's got his quarterback and his running back back next season. He is Nuno Teixeira. Nuno, how do we feel this morning after the Giants made their moves? Can we just backtrack to something Hembo said? Hembo, did did. Do you not just have twin daughters recently? That is true. And uh, you're just talking about the book like that's the greatest accomplishment of your life. Well, yeah. Like, don't you get that same sense when you're holding Michelle and the other one? So the word that you used there that was important, Nuno, was, was accomplishment, right? So you don't have children. So I wouldn't describe my process by which they got here as, as an accomplishment. I obviously love them. Well, I wonder if Lizzie would. She most definitely <laughs> would not. <laughs> you better hope she would. So I would say that the feelings holding the book versus holding them are very different. That's obviously a feeling of love. 
this is an, a feeling of accomplishment. But I definitely would say that the two are very distinct. No, I think Nuno makes a good point. Oh, that come your, on. Your, your enthusiasm for this book project uh, and, 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 and has greatly exceeded, in my, in, in my witness, has greatly exceeded the way you have talked about your uh, being a parent. Well, I've only spent two weeks of child bonding, so maybe talk to me at the end of the summer or something, and, and the math could have changed by Hambo's now. Hambo's going to take two weeks off and bond with his book. Uh, okay, uh, Nuno, Giants, Daniel Jones, big contract. A lot of people don't like it. What do you think? It's fine. I'm okay with it because it's really a two-year deal for eighty for $2 million a year. Um, you didn't have to franchise them. You have that flexibility going into next Monday if this – is a train wreck. If he regresses, then, you know, you're still able to get out early enough. So, you know, I'm fine with it. I see everyone talking about just tag him and things of that nature, and it's a one-year wonder. But I'm comfortable and confident in this coaching staff and in this GM to put the right pieces around him to for him to keep, you know, taking that next step. And how about Saquon? Get it done. I think they'll get it done. It's... What is it? You want you want to do a new deal. You don't want yeah, him to play on the franchise. No, I don't think he plays on the franchise. I think, you know, you you just get a deal done, you open up that flexibility, you reward him for the year he had, but you don't put you don't you don't Dallas Cowboy this as they did with Ezekiel Elliott. That's I think for me that's my biggest thing. And you just and you just continue to build. That's the biggest thing. Can you continue to build? And I think the answer is yes at this point. Bubba, you notice how he managed to take a shot at the Cowboys even in this conversation. You notice I mean, that? Of course he did. He's always taking shots. It's, I mean, it's a problem. It's very it, it, it's it's a it's a real twisted genius that Nuno. They're had. pretty smooth shots though. He just sneaks them in He's there. He's been on for three minutes. He's taking a shot at my parenting and Bubba's fandom without even taking a breath. That's, that's correct. Unprecedented. No, that's that's he's just sitting over in the corner, just loving life. Just look at him. That's how he rolls. I mean, that's just how the man gets things done. Uh, Nuno, who is now the producer of the KJM show in mornings. Uh, and very quickly, you think I'm going to get Rodgers or no? I hope you do, because you need you need either to believe you're going to have a great season and actually have one or get Rodgers in a, big, a complete and utter disaster. <laughs> For ratings wise, you need one of those two. See what winds up happening. Nuno, you're the best. Thank you. We miss you. It's good to have you back here. Kimberly Martin's going to jump in here with the very latest. I'll be refreshing Twitter feverishly until we return. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. This is why people shake nerds. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.